Hello, I'm Sarah Vine and this is Sarah Vine's Female Half Hour from Mel Plus. I'm joined this week and every week by my friend and co-host Imogen Edwards-Jones. Coming up on today's show, we all had lockdown secrets. We speak to an author who got strangers to write theirs on postcards and has made it into a rather fabulous book. It's horrible and sadistic, but that's why it's become Netflix's most popular show. Someone is going to try to convince me that Squid Game is not just a sick fad. And we will get some expert tips on how to pick your one and only not lover, but lipstick. <laughs> and Adele is back. We'll find out what's in the stars for Britain's most anticipated artist of the year. But first, Imogen. Yes. How's your week been? Uh, all right. Ish. Uh, ish, yes. It's been fine-ish. I've managed to get petrol. Hooray. I haven't <laughs> bought a turkey. Boo. It's uh, really bizarre, this whole sort of shop early for Christmas. Mm. As middle-aged women, mm. we've already done all our Christmas shopping, haven't we? <laughs> Isn't that the thing? <laughs> Sorry. I, I might I, actually I mean, need some oxygen. Because <laughs> every year I go to that thing called the Spirit of Christmas oh. Show. Which well, didn't happen last year. But it Has happens, it happened already? No, it ha- it's happening in about a week's time. Oh, yes. And basically, it's porn for menopausal women. Mm. And it's full of menopausal women looking at... Glittery things. Glittery things, which we like. <laughs> yes, obviously. it is glittery things. And spending far too much money on flavoured vodka. Yes, mm. yes. Then, then you can't go wrong with no, flavoured vodka. No, you can't vodka. go wrong with flavoured vodka. No. But yeah, this whole idea that we suddenly got to madly stop half of Christmas, um, I mean... I don't know. I mean, no, I'm, I'm just, just always ready for Christmas. Oh, I mean, I hate it, obviously, but at any point I can w- rustle up a The only thing I'm worried about sauce. is a pig in a blanket. That's yes. the only thing that I actually I really like quite... Pigs and no, I do, I do. Mm. No, this week I've really been fascinated by Boris being on holiday. Oh, yes. Well um, done, Boris. Uh, yes. And I mean, punchy of him to go on holiday, because if you're Prime Minister, you're not supposed to ever go on holiday. No, it's quite an odd time of year to go on holiday as well. But, um, no, but I, what I was particularly astonished by was his actually painting watercolours. Yes. So I was just—it's made me laugh. I'm thinking the idea that a when you've got a young child, you ever have a possibility no. of doing anything, and b the idea of actually having a hobby. Yes. Do you think it's because he he thinks he's Churchill? Because <laughs> Churchill did that, didn't he? Yes, he painted painting. things. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I mean, do you I, have a hobby? It's quite relaxing. Well, I, I mean, I don't think that his paint hobby is this. Do you think he's, it's a hobby, or do you think he's just doing therapy? Oh, art therapy. Yes. <laughs> Do you, do you think, think he's just trying to do it to relax? So what's he drawing? A, a nice house that I, he'd like to live yes. in? Yes, I mean, I don't know. It's very. I, I do tapestry. Oh, I remember yes, that. Yes, I do tapestry. Oh, that was but, mainly to stop you from smoking, though. Mainly, <laughs> yes, because it stops you from smoking. And drinking mm. also, because I can't, I can't, you know. So basically, I drink, you know, normally if I'm sitting at home on my own in the mm. evenings, which is what happens every night. Mm. I would just, you know, chug back a bottle of wine. But if I do the tapestry, right. I, you know, it just slows me down. But I can't see to do the tapestry. That's no, the I can't do that. I have, I have very, very funny, hilarious, enormous glasses, uh, which are like sort of magnified by about 20 times. So I yeah. sit there looking like a sort of, I don't know, looking like something out of a sci-fi movie, doing very boring tapestries. And, right. and it's not about finishing the tapestry. It's about the doing the of process, the tapestry. Yeah. It's the process. So do you remember I went to uh, palmistry? Yeah, you did palmistry, yes. So that was my mm. hobby, as yeah. it were. That like, has yes. slightly like, taken over my because life. the trouble is my hobby, if, if my hobby really is drinking... Mm. <laughs> Mine is chatting, that, And to that's be fair. not a good hobby to have. No. Um, drinking and eating ice cream. Those oh. are my hobbies. 
I'd oh, okay. Say. Because but, because they do ask occasionally on a form. Yes. Uh, particularly, yeah. particularly <laughs> on a CV. Yes. What are your hobbies? What are your and hobbies? people put things like, well, you know, I run a half marathon. Yes. Or, you know, I meditate mm. or I do a lot of charity work. Mm. And I can't just put wine and ice cream <laughs> as my hobby. Wine and chocolate. Yes. <laughs> my husband had a hobby, which was... <laughs> buying magazines ah. of things that he was interested in. Yes. So he said, I remember him saying that, he, he basically said that boating was his hobby. Mm. And I said, no, it wasn't. It was buying yachting monthly. That was his hobby. Because you can't afford a boat. Of course not. No, no. I also quite like looking at interiors. Oh, okay. So I spent a lot of time on Vinterior, right. which is an interweb night. Stroking wallpaper. Looking at wallpaper mm. and thinking about changing my house. Mm. I like to move furniture around in my house. Mm-hmm. That is my, that I suppose is another hobby. Right. God, you're full of them now. Now we're thinking I, about now it. Now they're all coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> but no, I don't do things like bake. No. But I, I think it's all right. I'd like to see the painting. So Boris has done. Do I'd you love think to it's a it. nice house with a well, little curly bit knows? of smoke coming out the top? <laughs> Maybe he's actually quite talented. Well... One would hope it's something. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Anyway, onwards. Now, everyone's talking about it. Squid Game, Mm. Imogen. I have to say, I have now watched it twice. What? And I really hate it. (laughs) Because I I watched it once and then wrote about it and said I hated it. And Mm. the readers said, you're being ridiculous. It's brilliant. Mm. So I thought I'd better watch it it again. So I did it again. And I still hate it. So anyway, (laughs) apparently this is wrong. In, well, I've only managed 15 minutes. It's horrendous. No, it's, it's awful. Horrific. I know. I just, I, I don't know what, maybe I'm just, it just, it's like for me, it's like sort of Clockwork Orange and yes. Lord of the Flies with sort of Goebbels rolled in. I just, it, the whole thing just makes me feel very unhappy and upset. I can't stand it. And I can't stand the way they pit everyone against each other. It's sort of safe, all this sort of Sophie's choices and everything. Mm. Anyway, but apparently it is brilliant. And Claudia Connell <laughs> is here to tell us Go, why. Claudia. She's going to change my mind. Claudia, wow. hello. <laughs> Gosh. Hi, hello. <laughs> go, Claudia. Crikey, yes. good luck with that one. Go, Claudia. Go. <laughs> go. Well, I mean, yes, it is It is brutally violent and gory. And there's no getting away from that. But for me, it was so over the top that it, it felt like the sort of violence that you see in horror movies or sci-fi movies. It had a cartoon quality to it. Right. And I'm, I'm much more disturbed by the violence that you'll see in shows like Line of Duty or The Fall, especially gratuitous violence towards women, because that has its roots in reality. And that's what I don't want to see used as entertainment. I mean, nobody in the real world is having their organs harvested after taking part in a game show. Nobody seems... Well, you don't know that, Claudia. You Mm. don't know that. Plenty of people are having their organs harvested, to be fair. (laughs) To be fair. (laughs) But yes, carry on. Do carry on. Sorry, yes. You know, I I mean, I watch a, a lot of TV for work and I would say that the violence wasn't... I don't think it's any more graphic than anything I'd seen in something like Peaky Blinders, and that, that's on BBC One at nine o'clock. Mm. So. The only thing I find very weird is, is sort of it's the sort of Korean attitude towards poverty, sort of better be dead than poor. It's quite an odd sort of mm. idea that, you know, that, that if you haven't got any money, then, you know, you, you may as well just, you know, it all is lost. Yeah, and I just also find it really sadistic. This it, sort of, true, the, yeah. It's this sort of, you know, we, we'll take these people who are desperate and we'll use them as our playthings. That's the thing that mm. I really hate about it, I think. That's what well, I don't I like mean, about it. I mean, I, I, I like the fact it, it focuses on money as its issue and the yeah. haves and the have-nots. And that's, I think that's universal. You see, it's extreme, but you see how absolutely desperate people become when they have no money and their lives are spiralling out of control. And also how corrupt and cruel people can be once they do have it. 
but I think it's also possibly that I just I, I, I've always really hated those sort of sadistic things. Mm. I just I, I find being people being horrible to people just really upset so injustice it, 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 makes me yes, feel really exactly. angry it <laughs> makes my knees hurt it's mm. a very weird thing i just can't really cope with it yeah. and and also i also was very badly bullied at school <laughs> so i think um oh, the sort of playground element of it really upsets me mm. in a kind of uh, deep visceral sort of way i mean i take your point claudia there's lots of other violent stuff around but but i i don't know it just that the fact that it's just the best it's the most popular streaming show that, that's on what's Netflix, worrying isn't that's it? what's really worrying mm. is that people are really really yeah, enjoying it 111 million streams now yeah. i think it has Ooh. now overtaken bridgerton which i think peaked at uh, about 86 exactly and and yeah. and lots of lots of people lots of children lots of 14 year olds watching it i mean if you if you look on tiktok the endless endless memes really ar- yeah around it featuring you know with little children just doing, shooting each other just pretending yeah just doing you know playing tribute to it so it's being watched by very young children and the the it's age it's not mr ben is it no mr ben it's really not mr ben <laughs> but, it, but it's not Love aimed at children i think the creators are very clear about that fact and but it, it but is netflix very easy to put but, parental controls on Netflix. Well, you say that. It's mm. very easy for children to take parental controls off. They're probably better at it that, than you they're anyway. They're probably better at it than me anyway, exactly. Oh. I mean, I, 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 I think I have parental controls on things, but I, I realise that I don't You actually, have no control anyway. Literally none. <laughs> parental or otherwise. Um, I get your point, but I still... I still really hate it. I'm sorry. You didn't... You, you haven't changed my mind. I haven't converted you. Okay. No. <laughs> Thanks, Claudia. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. That was Claudia Connell, my esteemed colleague, and I'm afraid she didn't change my mind. <laughs> Did she change your mind, Timothy? No. <laughs> but I love her for giving I it a go. I do love her for giving it a go, because yes. it was a typical, it was a tough one, that one. Yeah, no. The, probably the hardest one we've had. Yeah, probably the hardest one mm. we've had, yeah. You're listening to the Female Half Hour with me, Sarah Vine, and Imogen Edwards-Jones. You can visit maleplus.co.uk slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces, and more. And if you want to get in touch, you can tweet us at maleplus or me at Westminster Wag. So we're joined now by Eleanor Tattersfield, who is the owner of a stationery shop in London called Marby and Elm. And she had a brilliant idea in lockdown, which was mm. that she did a thing on the Insta Flams saying to people that if they wanted to uh, write into her, she would send them a blank postcard and they could then send the postcard back to her with their lockdown secret yes. written on it. And it turned up some incredible stuff. And she's now done a book, which is called Amazingly Lockdown Secrets. And uh, hello. Hello. Thanks so much for having Thanks me. Thanks for coming in. Uh, tell me about your book. This book is the culmination of the majority of the amazing anonymous lockdown secrets that mm. were sent to me in the last six months as you say on the scheme that that I sort of put out on Instagram where I showed people a couple of lockdown secrets mm. and it went crazy I had thousands and thousands and thousands I know of I requests. remember all the pictures of you mm. on Instagram with great big piles of postcards yes and and people just went people I think the anonymity of it was the key wasn't mm. it so so your your shop is a print shop basically you yeah. do lovely prints so the the postcards are rather beautiful in themselves aren't they yeah they so are. you send them out and then people draw on them or yeah. write on them so read us some of the things that okay. came back so as we go through and i read some of the funnier ones i mean we'll, we'll do a selection but mm. i'll try to describe a little bit what they look like as well because yeah. i think that that's the book such is beautiful the, bo- the book mm. is postcard size i mean it's the perfect 
It is the, the perfect, perfect Christmas. Christmas. It is the perfect Christmas. <laughs> and and, and since we're being urged to buy early for Christmas, one well, should, you know, should stock up. But yes. it is incredibly, and it's just compelling because it's every page is different, mm. and it's all, and and it's because it's different styles, it's different ideas, it's different sorts of people. You can tell it's just a huge cross section of yeah. humanity yeah. during this really weird yeah. phase in all of our lives. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it really is. Imogen's got one in there, haven't you? Yes, I have got one in there. Is it the one about oh. Freddie Flowers? No, she's just don't <gasps> say anything. Oh, it's anonymous. anonymous. It is the one about. Freddie's you flowers. mean which? Is it? No, it's not. It is. It's not. And he delivers once a week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Eleanor, come on, read us some of the best ones. Okay, I'll read you some, which I hope will make you giggle. They certainly made me giggle. Okay, so this one is uh, made with magazines with a cut-out ransom note type uh, look, if you can imagine that. And it just says simply, I have four new grey pubes <laughs> which i think you know is funny and sounds a but little also, light but actually in lockdown there was a lot of attention what else to do exactly. but and investigate yes and there was a lot of postcards about his suteness or the yes. lack thereof or too much of it because of course nobody could get to a waxing a place no. mm. no, or no, a hairdresser no. yeah so no. hair was a big issue where coming out what to do with it how to get rid of it in a non-professional way there's another there's another one <laughs> i want to say one of my favorites one this is this sorry so i read that well there's two mm. in the sort of um in that area but this one is certainly another one that's sort of about the about the suiteness no, this is the one, yes. and it's beautifully drawn beautifully drawn <laughs> a big if i can describe it to the listeners a huge sort of Bottom, quite pert, with a tiny little round, unhappy face right in the crack. Can I say crack? <laughs> yes, you can. And it just says simply, I tried waxing with a home kit over lockdown. My arse cheeks have been stuck together for months. Leave it to the professionals. <laughs> Do I think... It's really a good piece of advice all round. Yes. <laughs> We've all got a home waxing story, though, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We've all got a little unhappy yeah. face We've done that. stuck Bad. somewhere. Yeah, so you can't get your pants off. Well, you can't get your pants off for days. <laughs> and but it's lockdown, so who cares? And also you keep collecting little bits of fabric mm. in yeah. your yes. clothes. Yes, lint. I lint. Have you noticed that, that the word lint. lint is being so overused lint. in the last six months? That's I don't it. know what... You know how words have yeah. a moment? Lint. Yeah, lint. And lint... Has a moment yes. right now. And I'm glad Lint. we brought that in yeah. because it's not on a postcard. No. Could be. no. <laughs> okay, so do we want to read? Let's have some ones that don't involve bums. There's uh, one about the. There's one about my father died during lockdown, which is really sad. There are some that are really quite sad. Okay, let's read that one, and then mm. we'll go, and then we'll go that is jolly extraordinary. again. Yeah, it's the most extraordinary one, and actually, it's probably one of the the sort of quintessential ones that, mm. of the book, really, because if you can imagine, this postcard is drawn in a really um, lovely sort of childlike, naive way of a big rainbow and then little fluffy clouds above, and it looks like a child has drawn it, and it says, "My dad survived COVID." over the top arc with an exclamation hooray and then if you look slightly deeper and lower and the little red arc at the bottom it just says but I wish he hadn't in tiny letters oh, it's quite awful isn't it actually make, gives you chills it does it really does. Mm. Yes. Little hairs go up on the back of your and it's you know that uh, yeah which one's your favourite I know that it's a very basic question but you it's must have one they're all my babies I mean I really do uh, there's, so, there's so many of them okay this one I mean is a really lovely heartwarming one and it's one of my favourites it's a uh, a little red outline of a heart and then just somebody's black handwriting um, underneath and it says 45 years after we first met at school and 32 years 
after we lost touch, we reconnected. A few months later, we realised we were in love and are now planning on spending the rest of our lives together. Oh, that's lovely. Aww. Yeah, that is lovely. No, I mean, this is the whole point is that it's all the emotions. It's yeah. from, from the very darkest to the very silliest. And it's just it is really a snapshot of humanity during a very odd time in our lives. Yeah. Did it, you get it, many really rubbish is. ones that you just thought, oh, Do you God, know what? really? None. I mean, <laughs> really? when I say none, I, I mean, I, I would say five out of about 1,600 mm. that I've now Gosh, got. Gosh, really? Yeah. I mean, the, it, because I think that the, I think because people were requesting them, mm. they had something mm. that to they say, wanted yeah. to say. Mm. So I think that that took away a whole sort of. And you're now doing Christmas secrets, aren't you? A little bit. You I know, just that. to keep it festive. <laughs> <laughs> So don't you think Christmas is just oh, the most oh, yeah. the right yes. day yeah. Yeah. for those yes. kinds of Have you ever read Seasonal Suicide Notes by, is it Roger Lewis? No. no. Okay, you need to get a copy of Seasonal Suicide <laughs> Notes by Roger Lewis. I it do. is absolutely brilliant. Oh, I do. That and sounds it is, incredible. It is all about the darkness of Christmas. Right. Seasonal Suicide Notes, it's a great... It's oh, so it's like Secret Santa you're yes. doing then? We, Secret yes. Santa. Well, we're the... doing it. Like, you know, I just thought that I make a little call out for Christmas secrets because I personally have some. Everybody has mm. some. I think that that day where there's so much pressure and there's so much, and also the very first one in the book, actually, mm. and and genuinely the very first secret that I received, which no, I think is really? amazing. And it says number one, and it says I lied to my family about the coronavirus so that I didn't have to see them at Christmas. <laughs> And this year, <laughs> boys and girls, we do not have that no, excuse. No, we do not have that excuse. No, you the... can. You can have a tickly cough and say, tickly I cough. cough. Absolutely. I can't hum. Absolutely. I've got a tickly Underlying cough. health conditions I mean I can't possibly, possibly have you. turkey with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so true. But I think that, you know, that... that so that... was that really the first one mm, you got? It was absolutely the first one. Gosh. Yeah. No word of a lie. Yeah. Yes. There is a very lovely one in here about the man who says... Uh, um, I I remember how much um, I like my oh, wife. Oh, I know. Oh, yes, that Which one. Is really sweet. That, yeah. I yeah. totally remember yeah. how much I like my, my wife. wife. And yeah. isn't like so much stronger than love in yeah. that way, in, the, in that particular... Mm. Because you're, you're saying something different, yeah. that actually you fundamentally are great friends with yeah. her and you really love... Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think that's the that great, greatest accolade. Well, thank you very much. Oh, um, the book is pleasure. called Lockdown Secrets and it's available now from all good outlets. Yes. And all outlets. of the good outlets and, and the bad very ones. bad outlets like have Amazon. lots and lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Imogen, we're joined now by Hannah Betts. Hooray. Hooray, hooray. Um, who's going to want to talk to us about lipstick, but I think I want to talk to her about plastic surgery. So do I. Yes. It's been a terrible week. Terrible week. We've had Tom Cruise. Madonna. Madonna. And posh. Posh. Posh is yeah. really but overfilled. But we might talk about... We, posh, oh, she's Alyssa, overfilled. It's, it's not your turn yet. We haven't brought you in, Hannah Beth. Oh. We're just talking about you first. I don't yes. exist yet, do I? No. No, no. no. Hello, darling. How are you? Um, can we talk about lipstick? But can we also just please talk about the quick... Quickly, just quickly. Do the quickly of the plastic quite surgery. Something. What's happened to Cruz? <sighs> well, it's filler, isn't it? Is it? Um, but it's kind of naughty's filler. Yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, Balloon uh, face. how did he do that? It's a retro <laughs> nuts and berries stored for winter in your cheeks. Naughty yeah. filler. Of the like I haven't seen for 20 no. years. No, but did you see the pictures of Madonna? So I love Madonna. Madonna is brilliant. Mm. I love Madonna. Of course. She's great. Fabulous, obviously. But I saw her humping a desk on yes, her. Yes, yes, that's that. Yeah. Yes. lovely. But the thing is, is that if you follow her Instaflam, which I do, obviously, mm. avidly, yeah. you will see that she looks about 30 in all of her photographs. Mm. 
Yeah. Which she's not. She's 63, mm. which is quite a lot older than the 30. And then, of course, when you do your promote, when she's now promoting her thing, she has to actually come out into the real world. Beyond the filter. <laughs> Beyond the filter. <laughs> and, and actually, she, she, you know, she doesn't look. 30. Quite so, so super. And what I don't understand is that is that she doesn't need to be 30. I know. Like, no one expects no. her to be 30 because she it, it's fine for her to be... We know, don't we? We, we I mean, know. I, I think would... she needs to be a bit more Helen Mirren. Exactly. And the thing is, is that we all want to look good for our age. That's absolutely fine. And we can all have this, that and the other done and a bit of a tweak. But no one is trying to look... 30 years younger than they really are. And the fact that she is, I think, is just a bit sad because she's so brilliant in so many other ways. Have you also seen her rubbish dancing? Oh, yes. Yes, Old lady dancing. Old lady dancing. No, it's really weird. Mm. The knees, the knees are Mm. no longer willing. No. I've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) The old slut drop. That slut drop is not happening. I've gone quiet because I've fallen down an an instant rabbit hole. Are you looking at her Instaflam now? Well, no, because I follow her like you, and I'm mm. used to seeing her as looking like a sort of child. Yeah. Um, but the reality, gosh. Well, she looks like a she looks like a sort of middle aged woman, which mm. is perfectly okay because she is a middle aged woman. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, but she, she but the the slight problem with the too much plastic surgery is that it actually can make you look older, much older. Really yeah. Old. Do, so, do do you think celebrities, and I use that term loosely, have gone mad sort of slightly in lockdown because they've come out of lockdown, they've burst out, and what they want, they've just run straight to their surgeon, and they've had they've said they've said, give it all, I want Quick. it all now. It's like they've it's like it's like they've been panic buying plastic <laughs> surgery. So it's like they've gone to the pumps and said, that, fill us up, fill them I up. I mean, I totally get it. Seems they, weird. They are the monsters we've created because yes. we didn't look at them for a few months yeah so they they went wild you yeah. know they went they were released back into their own personal wild yes. yeah and now they can't handle it do you think I they've been looking at themselves on zoom too much kind of, is that what it is it's all very it's like a modern version of whatever happened to baby jane mm. Mm. yeah and we're used to that kind of elderly face trying to look young but this mm. is this seems like a sort of 21st century version of it doesn't it but very glad that it's equal opportunities and that it can be Tom Cruise as well. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a bit confused about Tom Cruise because there's that deep fake Tom Cruise, isn't there, on the internet? I mean, who knows who it is? <laughs> who, really? I don't know who. I, could be, I mean, possibly just... deep fake Tom Cruise is going out with deep fake Melania. <laughs> who knows? Um, you know, they're, they're existing in a parallel universe. But it is it is bizarre because because it's, we just now live in a world of smoke and mirrors, but I actually don't know what anyone looks like. Mm. I mean, it's, well, they don't it's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. Anyway, that. That I think I thought that was worth mentioning, mm. but can we talk yeah. about lipstick now? Lipstick, yes. I'm you know, lipstick, you know where you are with a lipstick. Well, Hannah. this is what normal people do when they want a lift, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. I mean, because I looked at myself last week and I thought, it's all a bit sad. Yes. And so, you know, we get a lippy. And yes. that's, I, I mean, actually, that's a lot better and safer and mm. yes. less weird. And a lot cheaper as well. I mean, oh. I bought a very nice new lipstick from Marks and Spencer's the Did other you day. Just? Oh. Very nice. For, I what colour is it? This one from Autograph is called Hero. Oh, Ooh. it's actually a really nice colour um, to is all it the a listeners. Sort of red, a brownie red? No, it's a sort of it's, yes, a, it is it's a universal plum, I'd say. Oh, it's got a, a brownie plum. Oh no, but that might just be the lighting in the booth. See, oh, I like okay. a kind of jammy berry. Yeah, that's my... it's a jammy berry. Look, oh, it oh. is. Yes, yes, it's very I'm... nice. Anyway, anyone who wants to go and buy a bit of a lift, I'd recommend Hero from Autograph. Well, I I've fallen in love with one by Dior, which is of course you have. Midnight Corral. <laughs> Ooh. The other one I love is Charlotte Tilbury's Walk of Shame. 
Oh, that's oh, a good name. Yes. Uh, such you a good see, colour. I, 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 in this piece on Monday, I said everyone had to have the one. Yes. Mm. Um, but actually, my one is two, obviously, because I'm greedy. Mm. And one of mine is Charlotte Tilbury's, uh, it used to be called Glastonbury, but no one in the rest of the world understood that. So now it's called Festival Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I think lipstick has had a bit of a tough time recently because of the masks, of course. Exactly. And do you know what? Yeah. There's nothing worse than lipstick on your mask. Oh, no. I mean, yes. lipstick on your glass is quite trashy, isn't it? In, if or your teeth, or your, for, to be fair. Or your fag. <laughs> um, but lipstick on your mask is really gross. Quite depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now they're back with a vengeance. And actually, yeah. for the first time ever, I recommended some expensive ones just because they're so much fun. Mm. Um, so Gerlan, Caroline Herrera, Carolina Herrera um, and uh, Louboutin all have some quite flash lipsticks that are sort of in fancy Yes, cases. but Louboutin's can... lipsticks are exhausting. They're like sort of the Empire State Building. I mean, they're well, just enormous. I mean, the packaging is... You around your neck. <laughs> exactly. Like, yes. They Someone... come on a ribbon. <laughs> and so they become this sort of beautiful golf accessory, but in gold, which isn't very golf. But I... So last year, in a moment of tragic depression, I set myself the task of finding the exact lipsticks shade worn by Sabrina in the adventures, you know, the chilling adventures of Sabrina on yes, Netflix. Yes, Because as a 50-year-old woman, I aspire it's to look witch. like a 16-year-old witch. Yes, of course. Um, and I found it, and it's Mon Privé by uh, Louboutin, and huh, okay. oh my God, it was joyous. And just secretly going around with teenage witch lips was, was just everything. <laughs> I mean, it got me through that rather sad phase. Um, Look, well, honestly, if it keeps you off the fillers, Hannah, that's fine. <laughs> Hannah, I must leave you because we've run out of time. Oh, we're not going to do politics, are we? We just—it's lipstick. We can do politics next time. The important things. Yes, exactly. Who wants to do politics when we can talk about oh. lipstick? Oh. Frankly, <laughs> I mean, really, there's too, far too much dull, politics in the world. Dull, dull, dull. dull. Um, well, thank you, and we'll speak no, next week. My pleasure. That was the lovely Hannah Betts, Daily Mail columnist. So she's back. Adele mm. has a much hurrah. Wait, hurrah. <laughs> well, yes, my daughter's obsessed with this. So she's obviously got quite a good reach. Anyway, her, she's got a new album coming out, 30. Apparently it's the most anticipated album of the year. So we thought we'd talk to Teresa Chung, who is our resident spiritualist and, uh, of course, author of the Encyclopedia of Birthdays, to tell us how it's going to go for lovely Adele. So Adele, Adele, Teresa, Adele, she's got Slim, mm. she's yep. got a new boyfriend, mm. she's got a divorce. Apparently the whole album is about divorce. A front right? cover of Vogue. A front cover of Vogue. Two, in, in two, a, two countries. Two, into, across, inter, intercontinental Vogue. front cover of Vogue. Mm. So, yeah. uh, so what's going on there then? What's going on is what she's got on her tattoo, the satin return. Oh. Um, it's, or she's got that on her tattoo and she talks about it, I think, in a recent interview as well. And really, her life is, is just a sort of a masterclass in the satin return and what it means in all our lives. Mm. Because it happens around every 28 years to all of us. So mm. usually between the ages of 27 to 29, mm. satin returns to the place it was when we were born. And it's a coming of age time. And also satin is the father the disciplinarian, the rules of the Zodiac. And of course, Adele's life kind of has been defined by her absent father. Mm. And um, a lot of her pain and anguish is her trying to understand the absence of this figure in her life and to try and almost parent herself. And that 
I think her, her music Do you think her first husband was a bit of a father figure? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I think she's constantly looking for that still. Mm. But what she's recognised new album 30 which wasn't present in 21 19 and 25 is that she can't get it externally from others mm. um it's it's not looking for that completeness it's mm. got to come from the inside out and that's why this album is going to be massive mm. for her she's released it in the perfect year as well um she's a number five fifth of may she was born and of course 2021 is a number five year so that lines up for success the queen is definitely back however what you when you look at her chart it's very much defined by this satin return which is huge she has satin in sagittarius which is a really a constant desire for knowledge mm. um and finding your best self and also being humanitarian that's mm. where she's going to end up but she is destined for big things because jupiter conjunct her son i don't see how it can get any bigger well i agree i mean she's already <laughs> her the queen of quite the world. big as well <laughs> She can't get better, but what you're going to see with her, it's going to be a pattern. She's going to flare out and have tremendous success. I think December, there might be a bit of a dip, maybe some health issues, but January and February, awards, whatever. Then she's going to disappear again Mm. to contemplate, to gather. She's going to constantly be doing this. This is a theme, and it's all about her learning who she is, Mm. coming to terms with the absent father, trying to to understand the masculine energy within her, harmonize it with her feminine energy um, because Saturn you see it's all about father rules regulation structure discipline mm. and 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 helping us to grow up and it's the figure in our lives that should ideally help us mature so around 28 29 is when we sort of become adults mm. and then it happens again around the age of 58 which is when we should move from adult to mentor Okay. Right. To what? To helping, mental. You know, in that, that way. To mental. <laughs> mental, mental. Mental and guide. Mental you know, or mental. <laughs> mental. I think mental with the, with the M word, but especially for, for ladies at that time. But she is defining her own yeah. her own rules. Yeah. Um, and it's all about rules. And you can see how strict she has been with her diet mm. and rules. And this is all, again, about the father, the disciplinarian. And what's going to happen with her son, Teresa? Because she's got an eight-year-old boy, hasn't she? She is fully, I, I haven't closely looked at mm. this chart, actually, but I can see that the album is for her son, isn't oh. it? It's explaining why she had to walk away from his father, mm. because her own self-love had to come first, mm. which is a very deep thing to explain. To I'm amazed. See, I, see, that fascinates me, because women of my generation, we don't understand how to do that at well, all. Well, I agree. I we know. Were always, what I was asking. We, we were yeah. always trained to just be, you know, something for everybody else, basically. Mm. So the concept that we might actually do something for ourselves is very millennial. I think she's very millennial. Yeah, exactly. She is is is, is, is a role model and someone for us to follow. Mm. And um, as I say, her Saturn in Sagittarius, which is also shared by the likes of Madonna and Gandhi and Lady Gaga, also iconic figures. But anyone who's listening wants to find out their Saturn, just go online and put a Saturn return calculator and you just put in your day of birth, your month and your year, and it will tell you what you're sat in, in and that's karma that's your karma whatever mm. sign of the zodiac it's in that's your karma right okay. where you will get the most growth from right okay so 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 okay. saturn return calculator saturn return calculator Pop your date of birth that's brilliant in. it's what what makes you truly mature what what mm. really is where your growth and your karma and mm. your life lessons where everything is wrapped up in and it tends to occur 
at around the age of 28. For mm-hmm. Adele, you certainly saw that with her life going chaotic at that time. Mm. And that's why she had the tattoo, because she blamed it on the satin return. Right. But that's calling her to grow up. And, and again, it will hit around the age of, of, of 58 for most people. Mm. And then again, if we're lucky enough, you know, 30 years later, at 88. Right. Gosh. Okay. Yes, 88. Is that, that must be what's <laughs> happening to William Shatner. Yes. Exactly. That's why he's space. finally gone into space. Oh. It's his Let's Saturn return. Yes. Uh, Saturn return tattoos. I think we should all have them having right spent a, Having spent a lifetime pretending to be a space mm. captain, he finally has become I one. I know, isn't that yes. marvellous? Yes, it's actually... Life imitating art. <laughs> Teresa, thank you so much. Um, lovely to speak to you as always. Very thank informative. You, Sarah, thank care. you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to The Half Hour, why not visit mailplus.co.uk slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more. If you want to get in touch, tweet us at mailplus, me at Westminster Wag or Imogen at Imogen EJ. Do please tweet her because she hates it. (laughs) That is true. She really hates it. It'd be such fun. Anyway, you've been listening to The Female Half Hour with me, Sarah Vine and Imogen Jones. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 